The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it, I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down crying. Turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer. Oh, a fake? Yeah. Whoa. As I say, dick. So, welcome to episode 42 of the Eurolegions podcast. It's after Legions Con. The road to Legions Con is over. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Joining me tonight is my two co-hosts, Rich and Mal. We're going to go over Legion's Con, we're going to go through the good, the mostly good, and then there's some bad. How are you doing boys? How are you Rich? You holding up well since uh, you got back? I'm not too bad. I was out on my feet tired for the first three days. Um, I'm a go to bed at midnight at the earliest sort of guy. Yeah. And I was in bed at 9pm Tuesday, 9pm Wednesday and 10pm Thursday. Oh my God, your wife, um, your wife so- must have been going, what's up here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was with her like prodding me on the sofa to keep me awake. Um, but after three nights of 10 hours sleep a night, I felt absolutely fine on Friday. Wow, look at you. <laughs> and no bugs or anything because I came home with uh, tonsillitis and COVID last year, but I managed to walk Okay, it. so you got you got the double dose last year and zero dose this year. That's pretty yes, good. Yes, basically. So I'll say that. Well, a man that's uh, maybe, maybe he's been, he's this year's version of you, Rich. It's Mal. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worse for wear. I uh, I think uh, a weekend of not sleeping very much, and then, as I say, I think it's as much like, sleeping yeah. beside me, Mal. You see, see what, the, yeah. see what my wife has to put up with. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think, as I say, as much as anything, it's like air on a plane, and then oh yeah, air on a, it's all the travel, isn't it? As much as anything, and the we didn't actually, if you think about it, get any fresh air, much yeah. fresh air over the weekend. I mean, it was so, awesome, uh, but yeah, there was a lot of yeah. in the hotel. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I was looking back at photos and I realized I didn't even get out into that bonfire area. You yeah, know, yeah. I think yeah, it's I be- got out once I for about fifteen minutes. And that was it. Yeah, I think I'm just. Yeah. Oh, there's an Irish pub. Well, surely I have to stand by the bar then. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I should just say for anyone, it isn't COVID; it's a sinus infection. Which, but well, they're not going to catch really. it off the off the podcast anyway. No, so, no, 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 and we won't be reading any stories tonight because uh, Mal, Mal <laughs> well, would, would not be on his best form. Can you imagine? Imagine the stadium tomorrow, Mal, if you had to read all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> Probably like it, it the tomorrow fact- anyway. It wasn't the fact you stood by the bar, John. It was the fact you stood by the bar in your leprechaun outfit. That was the best thing. <laughs> well, you said you brought me one. You said, in here to everyone that came in, no matter you, what time of day it was. You said you brought me one, and I didn't see any sign of it the whole weekend. <laughs> I, was, I thought I was supposed to stand at the door, you know, in my outfit. And, you know, check people honest, in tr- and out. I tried it on, and it was it was too comfy. Did you not see where I was sleeping in each night? <laughs> right. <laughs> Leprechaun outfit, cradling my pot of gold. Ah, Boom. that's why we had a snoring leprechaun in the room. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that makes way more sense now. Um, yeah, I mean, I did my, uh, so I didn't, I didn't exactly know, but Dennis Derby is really like half Irish, you know, he's, he considers himself, you know, at least half Irish um, and properly so. And uh, after the setup, 
at about 11pm I was like okay I need to get, you know, I need to kind of chill out here so I said I'm going to have a drink and then maybe go up upstairs and uh, I was passing Dennis on the way out and he said where are you going I said I'm going to the bar and he said right I'm coming with you and uh, yeah then we just propped up the bar till 2 o'clock with mostly Dennis Bryan which is he's an extremely generous and kind man and wouldn't let me put my hand in my pocket hardly and everyone else that kind of came across our path he wouldn't let them put put their hands in their pockets so uh, but we had an amazing night just one of those spontaneous things that's what we do in Ireland we don't plan we just spontaneous it's like I want to go for one four hours later still at the bar giving it loads and then going okay I think I need to go to bed now because I'm I'm like my first ever time selling at a con is tomorrow and I do not want to be hanging <laughs> you know <laughs> or at least hanging that badly you know I think everyone was a, a little bit worse for wear but you know so were the customers so you know wasn't too bad I, I'm quite surprised Dennis was even awake the next day because he he drunk a lot he's me and a, Mal came in later on he's he a trooper a yeah he's, he, he, he seemed fairly drunk at that point uh, he he He's shown his credentials there, you know, he really is, I would say, 100% Irish by the way he was going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair play to you, Dennis. Uh, can't wait till the next time, that's for sure. Um, hoping to, if he ever, if he crosses to Ireland this year, I'm hoping to maybe get across and uh, see, can I meet up with him? That would be pretty cool because he goes there quite regularly, apparently. So let's see what comes of that, you know, all great plans That'd and everything. Good. But uh have to get through the winter first. <laughs> and that's no guarantee Um, yeah (laughs) it's just so morbid the way way you're feeling now man you know (laughs) yeah well well, I mean I'm sorry after about 10 days here straight of rain since well it's not quite 10 maybe 8 days straight of rain since I came back from Legion's Con I'm like I need a snorkel to go outside Uh, it's, it's horrible I want fresh air I went for a walk this evening even though it was raining yeah it's it's awful but yeah the weather's been absolutely abysmal here same as you guys just non-stop rain and then I had every day since I've been back I had the pleasure of being invited by my friends of the Toy Power podcast on to give them a little uh, summary of my experience at Legion's Con and I talked to them yesterday morning so Saturday morning we're recording this on Sunday and uh, yeah they're down in Australia in the heat because it's coming into their summer and you know the most they have to do is sit around in shorts. I mean, okay, you'd be in shorts anyway, Rich, because it doesn't matter on the weather for you. But yeah, they're you know, their only their only issue is kind of swatting flies away from the microphones, you know? <laughs> at eight, nine o'clock at night. So um yeah, I'm I'm longing for those days. They're they seem a long way away. But uh We'll get around. Yeah, see, at the moment I'm longing for those days, but when it's actually in the summer and on the rare times that it is actually hot in the UK, I moan like a bastard. It's yeah. too hot. I, remember I can't you. cool down. Even a fan's too much. I remember you saying about, you know, lying in the paddling pool, you know, in six yeah. inches of water in the summer. <laughs> well, I always say to my wife, I moan when it's too hot and the moan was too cold. And she says, come on, make a choice. You know, I'm, I'm doing my best mile here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mal. We're mean. Yeah, you're on mute, Mal. <laughs> I say he's the under the weather. Is, bless him. The weather is the one time I have no doubt I would rather it was sunny than cold and wet. It, I hate the cold. And the yeah, wet. that's true. No, I, I mean I don't mind the cold if it's properly cold. It's the wet and the cold that's the killer. Mm. You know. Yeah, that is worse. I've been here in like minus 10 and it's been dry and extremely dry. That's fine. 
I've been in Ireland at zero degrees and it's raining and it is literally like you're going to die of the cold. So I think that's the key there. Anyway, let's get off this uh, boring weather talk. Um, <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> Euroleans weather report. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Euroleans Legions Con report is what we're here for tonight. Um, so, Rich, you you took off a day before us to Legions Con. You went to uh, intern for a day. I did. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't even enter the raffle for Legions uh, for intern. To be yeah. honest. I was like, well, it's the sort of thing that could be interesting, but I'm not sure I want to spend all that sort of money. Um, and oh, then he's always David after Williams. his wallet, huh? Even on the T-shirt. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then David Williams <laughs> um, won, got 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 placed in the raffle and contacted yeah. me and went, do you want to go to Legion? Oh, to intern, my God, to intern. And I was like, hey, go on then. It took me about 10 seconds to think about it. Uh, yeah, so I got the, the absolute pleasure of going around, um, around intern. So that was amazing. I got in on the Wednesday, and um, yeah. even then there was quite a few people in the pub in the hotel. Actually, that's pretty cool. What time um, did you get in then on the Wednesday? It was about half past eight. I think I got to the oh, pub okay, at so eight, nine o'clock in the evening. Quite late. Yeah, it was a, a later one. Um, but yeah, I walked in, saw Curtis. He was straight over to say hello to me, and then dropped my stuff off in the room. Went down for a beer, and Trevor, Trevor was there, and Brilliant. other people were there, and yeah. It was like, you know, as we always say, it was, it was like seeing long lost friends. There was just hugs everywhere and, yeah, you know, all that sort of stuff. So that was, that was really good. Okay. So we'll get on to intern, but maybe we'll, uh, we'll just, we'll, we'll get me and Mal to Legion's Con first. So Mal, you had a fairly straightforward trip. You went down to London and stayed the night. Yeah. Went down to London on the Wednesday. Uh, I thought, you know, stay overnight, save the, sort of cut the travel short kind of thing in half or whatever you want to say um stayed in hotel on the uh near the term uh, terminal two in heathrow which was just nice enough it's a hotel it was touching the terminal mal it couldn't be any, when you pointed it out to me it was like oh that couldn't have been any closer <laughs> well, yeah, yeah it's like stumble out, out of bed the next day and then onto the plane kind of thing you so didn't need to get a bus or anything no 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 oh. i thought what well, you know make life easier absolutely as yeah that's a man after my own heart yeah um yeah and then the flight was easy nice easy flight not not too many people on there so we could spread out a bit and uh yeah i couldn't have asked for it to be better really so yeah just and you, to rub uh, it in for the next <laughs> and, and of course you were supposed to meet me at the airport i was coming in maybe you know half an hour after you or so and uh which <laughs> yeah, which, successful, wasn't it? <laughs> would, would have been, would have been. Uh, I would say at this point, I'm just happy I got there. But when I even look back through the photos on my phone, I'm, I'm like, I have a kind of a, like my stomach kind of churns. Uh, so I left, I left my place here in Luxembourg at five a.m. Uh, posted a nice picture on our uh, Instagram, all cool, you know, five a.m. Here I am, I'm on my way, and uh, pulled over at about. 6.45 into a, a rest stop to get a coffee. Was really hanging at that stage. Needed a coffee for the last hour and a bit of the drive. Uh, went down the wrong side when I went in. was like, oh, that's the truck parking. So I had to kind of go around on myself. And then I ended up through in this kind of place where there was like no lighting. It was just literally the lights of the car. So you couldn't see any kind of peripheral stuff in the car park. Uh, it was an outside, but you know, in the parking. And there was just this one space beside the car. So I had to kind of swing a little bit 
to the right to get into it. Uh, and I swung a little bit to the right and heard a dunk. And I was like, oh, hit a curb. Oops. And then I kept driving another few meters into the space. And then I heard. And I was like, oh, did I did I hit the kind of side of the car? Is there a little bit scratching off the ground or what? And I went out and I was like, oh, no, I've just blown the tire, completely blown the tire. Like, look. It, it was really just completely flat. It was like, oh, this isn't like a puncture. This is like an explosion here. So I uh, looked in the boot. I knew I knew I didn't have a spare tire because uh, I remember when I got the car, there was no spare tire. And they're like, oh, it's all this modern thing. You get this foam thing and this battery thing that you you plug into your um, or this kind of pump that you plug into the uh, cigarette lighter port of the car and you pump this stuff into the tire and it's all good. So I said, OK, I'll do that. Tried to remain calm, I put that in. It all went into the tire, I put on the pump thing. Uh, it started to pump. It didn't get up fully to the pressure. And I was like, oh, that doesn't look good. And then all this white gunk started to come out of the tire. <laughs> and I knew I knew my goose was cooked then. So I went inside to the, the station and I rang my wife and I said, OK, we have this uh, road assistance thing, you know, uh, can you just give me the number? I told her the disaster. I got my coffee in the meantime and I decided that I was just going to be calm on this. You know, I'm quite good at that. I used to work in a really high stressful, uh, high stress job. So I was like, this is definitely going to get me there. The best approach. So I rang and they, uh, the rescue said, OK, they can come. Uh, I told them about the flight and all that situation. I still had maybe an hour and a half leeway in the whole thing. And they said, not looking good, you know, and I said, OK, well, let's let's not discuss that. You just try and get me someone as quick as possible. So I said, OK, the local crowd will ring you as soon as they're on their way. So about a half an hour later, this Belgian guy rings me, no English whatsoever. I was like, oh, crap, my French is not that good. But I could understand him. I don't think he could really understand me. Um, but he got there and all he had was like a tow truck. He didn't have a spare tire. He, I, I was hoping he'd turn up with a spare tire, whack it on. I go, you know, we sort the rest out later, even if it's a crappy spare tire. But uh, he managed to get me to a garage, uh, you know, within about a half an hour. Those guys were waiting for their first customer. They started to discuss, oh, it needs to be two same tires on, on each side. I was like, just put just put an effing tire on and, <laughs> and we'll sort out the rest when I get back. And then they understood and they were like, cool, OK, you have a coffee, you put it on. They put it on really quick, 20 minutes. I was back on the road. I would say at that stage, it was like quarter past nine. So it was like two hours dead. And I was like, OK, I'm screwed here. But put on the sat-nav again, got on the road, and I could see that I was going to make the airport about 50 minutes before my flight. And for an international flight, you're done then. It's not, they're not going to check you in. So I rang the airline. And I had been in the meantime, when I was waiting for all this crap, I'd been on you know the various websites looking for alternative flights and what I could book myself because I didn't want to ring the airline and panic at that stage because I didn't really know if uh, it was going to work out or not. Uh, and I never saw any really decent options. Um, and then I rang United Airlines, which I have to give a shout out to now. Um, and they said, oh, there's a flight leaving one hour later than yours. So at 12 o'clock instead of 11 or 11.15. Uh, and that goes to Washington, Dulles Airport. And then two hours later, you can get a connection up to Newark. So you'll be in New York for like six, seven o'clock in the evening. I was like, OK, that sounds fine. I just need to be there for the Friday. So happy days. And uh, they said, yeah, we just OK, we just switch on to that. No charge. And I was like, whoa, OK, <laughs> I'll take it, you know. <laughs> so got to the airport, 
went to the check-in, told my sob story to the lady, even got upgraded to the better economy, so the premium economy, so that was nice. Uh, and yeah, the rest was, it just took a bit longer, uh, obviously a couple more hours more, but I eventually ended up in the bar with you guys at around, what was it, half seven in the evening? Um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm, something like that. Eight o'clock maybe. Yeah, and then we... We quickly had a drink with uh, all the crew there. It was great. You know, there were so many people to kind of say hello to, but uh, really not uh, um, not the time because we wanted to get to the supermarket to get a, you know, get ourselves our own little supplies for the room, water, a few beers, uh, you know, snacks and stuff. Well, I'd, I'd imagine when you first came in, you probably thought you were like hallucinating from this stressful trip oh, because yeah. you'd have seen me and Mal talking to Stephen Bichotti, <laughs> you know, who was actually there talking to people yeah. rather than, you know, hiding away in his room. So you must have been just like, what the he hell? Was, he was definitely a personality, Steve, this weekend. I have to give him. And uh, I heard on their podcast today that Steve forgot his wallet. <laughs> yes, Did you hear that story? <laughs> He dropped it out of his pocket in the restaurant the night before they left and only realised that then on the morning they were leaving and I think he subsequently got his wallet back. Like that wasn't a problem, but he had no wallet in Legion's con, he just had cash, which can be okay, except for I think in America, if you don't have your ID on you and you get stopped by the police or something, it can be a bit of trouble. So, yeah. um, but luckily none of that came to the fore for him. But yeah, so that was, that was me there. So we were all there at that stage. Um, I was completely wiped out. Yeah, I was, I think, did I, do you remember, did I go up to the room and have a shower straight away because I just felt dirty from the whole experience? You did. Yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah. And then we obviously got on our way. I wasn't watching, John. That sounds a bit creepy. No, I don't no, mean but like I, that. no, I remember that you had to wait shower. a bit longer for me because, uh, yeah, I was being a bit <laughs> of a, I was being a bit of a bitch about it. But uh, yeah, I think at that stage I was allowed. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then the, that was that was you, Rich, in the glow after intern. So tell us a little bit about intern. It was in intern was amazing. So I got um started from an Uber over to the studio. The studio is about twenty five minutes away, I'd say, from the hotel, so not not too far a distance. Uh, and obviously, I was with David, so the David, and then two of David's friends from Arizona, uh, Thomas and Sam. Big shout out to those guys. Two really nice guys. Oh, they're top. Thomas Belay, is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, really half, the half French then. as well, would you believe? Born in France, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm keen to go back, I think, at some point. So. Okay, well, I'll take him out for beers. I think he did send me a message, said, I'll see you whenever, either this side or that side. And I was like, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they also, they had basically two tickets to intern, did they then? Yes, yeah, so David had got one and invited me and Thomas had got one and invited Sam. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so got there. Um, like everyone that goes to the Four Horsemen studio, uh, we couldn't find the door. Uh, we had the, the 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 Uber driver was just like, "Here you are." And we look, I'm like, "No, that that we're not." You're looking for know. the famous canopy, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's one. It's like a huge, big old mill house, I think, type complex. It's a really big complex. So we're like, try around the back. Went around the back. It's like, nope, definitely not. So he's coming back, and he's getting a bit frustrated at this point, the Uber driver, because obviously, you know, he's got us roughly to the right vicinity. He doesn't care at that point. So we were like, well, just, just let us out. Just let us out. We'll find it ourselves. Then we walked about 50 yards and there it was in front of us. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, but Satnav doesn't like it. So yeah, we got there and everyone was like, oh my God, you know, and loads of other people had turned up at the same time because they weren't letting anyone in until I think nine, I think, or maybe 9.30 because the thing itself started at 10. So there's all the obligatory uh, selfies in front of the 
the green awning with the horseman logo you know look cool. at me i think i sent you boys the picture like yeah i'm here oh, i was um, jealous <laughs> and then the doors opened way, we were let, yeah doors opened we were let in and the very first thing you see is you, you step into the vestibule porch whatever you want to call it and there's just an entire glass cabinet to your right full of um two ups of the original mythic legions figures uh gothotropolis figures like he's not like 18 inch tall minotaurs from the seventh oh, kingdom all this oh sort my of stuff. god and it's just jaw dropping he just he just stood there like everyone was just it took eight people ages to get through just that one tiny room because everyone was looking at it going like oh oh my god oh my god like chris's um big bird ethereum dozen member is oh, in there yeah, as well there? So, yeah yeah that's as part of that display and Jeremy Gerard said to me, he's like, he said, go and look at the purple knight. There's a purple knight in there that was one of the the fan exclusive options that wasn't picked. Um, so you know, you can see a, a you know basic 1.0 knight, but slightly bigger than the Mythic Legions and bright purple. So that was amazing. That um, would have been a cool vampire knight, huh? Could well have been absolutely. Yeah. And you get through that door, and um, there's just boxes. It's like their main thing where they usually did the um, used to do the G con a while back, and that, and it's just full of reinforcements, two boxes, like floor to ceiling. I love one of those 50, please. 60 feet long. You know, it was just like just rammed full of boxes, um, and they're like kitchen, kitchens to your left. Just go down there. There's some stuff there, and you get there. And there's like breakfast muffins everywhere. You know, the Americans do breakfast muffins. It's like you know chocolate ones. Yeah, I, think I had a pump. They do a good Pumpkin breakfast. And cinnamon I'll give them that. Batch one or something. It was oh, really good. And breads and all this sort of stuff. And, and drinks. And, you know, really, you know, plenty of food. Get yourself, get yourself full and sorted. Um, then they put you in the, in the, uh, like the biggest room they have there, which is where they did last year's G-Con. Um, and where they would have done this year's, except that the, the, uh, props people they share the space with had booked it. Um, and they're right. Okay. We're going to, you know, welcome everybody. And woo and all this sort of stuff and uh, we're going to split into four groups now and there's four different activities to do so you'll do one for an hour move on to the next one next one next one um so uh so the first one i went to was the painting um group so they split they split the bigger group into two so half of us went with cameron and that was my group and the other half went with sherry um and cameron sort of talked us through what he did answered questions on painting that sort of stuff um and it was really, I mean, you know, I'm not a painter, but I was making copious notes when he was talking through stuff. Um, and then after about half an hour of this, David Williams goes, Cameron, is it all right if I take some notes? Because I don't look, you know, rude as if I'm just using my phone. And I was like, cheers, David. I've been sat for 20 minutes doing that. So you now made me out to be the rude foreigner. Thank you very much for that. You put your hand up and go, uh, I was actually making notes. You can have them, yes. David. I was literally showing my screen going, look, I've been making notes. There you go. <laughs> But he was saying things like, you know, that people like, what do you paints do you use? And he's like, oh, we use the sofa lap paints. We really like those. Um, he's like, but for metallics, I just use the folk art stuff. And he just had a row of folk art. He's like 75 cents at Michael's or wherever it is over there. Yeah. Just use those. He said they work perfectly well for metallics. But then he talked about brush care and um, using anti-thickness stuff in the paints so that if he's mixed up a special color, he, he got it for two or three days before it. Yeah dries out and that sort of stuff and um yeah just a really cool thing we got to see um Mephitor. so when they did you know the the fuzz monk head yeah they weren't sure it was gonna be a fuzz monk or a goblin painted that color so there's they've got a goblin painted like me like uh Mephitor. oh cool or the head there sort of thing so we got to see that 
then our time was up, but then we moved on to... Um, and did he do any painting, sorry? To, to no, back. Okay. no, it so was, it was, it all was, it was limited at, time and limited yeah. space. So it was very much what, you know, Cameron sort of chucked some Citadel contrast paint on a... They had a print of... Um, or a certainly a undercoated Belfagor head. Oh, yeah, cool. And he chucked some blue on blue contrast paint on that. He's like, look, you see, it runs into all the gaps and all this sort of stuff. And then people ask him loads of questions. Awesome. I asked him how long it would take him to do a head-to-toe figure for like a new wave sort of oh, thing. Oh, interesting, yeah. And he was like, oh, it's very much dependent on the detail in the figure and how many different colors and that sort of stuff. He's like, can be anywhere from two days from a really simple one up to a week you know, seven working days to do wow. a more complicated one. He's like, if anyone asks me, I just tend to say it's four days head to toe for a figure, um, which seems like a lot, but then there's so much paintwork that goes into it. And, you know, and I'm not a painter, so you know, I know nothing sort of thing. Yeah. So then it, um, it gives you a bit more understanding of the price of customs at Legion's Con sometimes, yeah. you know, I mean, four days of full-time job uh, for a customizer, that's probably what, four weeks of like doing it in the evening, you know, yeah. or... To, and two of see, their full weekends, you know? Yeah, and part of the reason I asked was like, because obviously they got Cameron and Sherry both full-time. Well, I presume they're both full-time. Yeah. Um, so I was like, that's a, you know, that's a lot of paint people, as it were. But if it takes that long to do it, then absolutely you can see why that's going to take them the whole year to get through. And there's also a lot of planning, and I guess they have to go to meetings where they're discussing what we can and can't yeah. do. And Eric is, yeah. you know, as Eric is kind of, the chief design lead and you know sculptor and everything he he kind of specifies maybe what he has in his head about the paint so so uh, it, it interesting ta- actually. it takes a lot way, of sorry yeah no i was gonna say the way jeremy did it and cameron showed us a couple he sends them through digital digitally ah, colored yeah. in pieces cool. um, and i'm meant to say it to eric and to cameron it's like you should sell those i'd buy those in heartbeat <laughs> they're like really cool it's just like they they showed um the ugly green alien that I don't like. Oh, uh, um, Matt, Matt, that's Matt, that's name. for you. Orvar. Sorry, you're welcome, yes, Matt. thank you. That's the one. So, yeah, so Cameron just pulled in, <laughs> pulled up the uh, the document on his phone sort of thing that Eric had sent him, and it's just Orvar with all the colours that cool. Eric thought they should go for sort of thing. Well, future um, art book from the Horseman. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy that in a oh, heartbeat. Absolutely. Um, then we did the art of Mythic Legions. So the groups, the group stayed together, but we were split into to two half hour sessions. No, yes, yeah, so we were split into two half hour sessions, which means we didn't split, stick together. Um, so the first one was Nate, and he was doing some box art for Cosmics. Cool. Um, so he was just talking us through the process about how he did it and that sort of thing. So he was doing some box art for our post Axius. Um, and in particular, the lady whose name I can't remember either. Oh, I'm having a mayor tonight. Um, I was going to say Callie and Shun, is that? Yes, one? Yeah. that's the one, Mal, thank you. Um, so he's like, he was saying, you know, there's lots of blue and orange in her robe and her armour, so therefore I want lots of blues and oranges on the box. You think it wouldn't work? It'd be too much, too similar, but actually, no, that's exactly what I want. And then he just taught, you know, he put some strokes on, you know, this is the actual stuff he's going to do, and he put some strokes up on the screen. Um, he's like, you know, and then to put a bit of light across stuff. And then he, um, he was like, oh, and there's... You know, I'm limited as to like open space on the box, but there's this bit of space here. And he's like, and I think maybe that could be a, a window out into space. So what ah, do you think maybe cool. we could see? And people were like saying battleships and cruisers and commercial. And he started drawing things in. And, you know, I think there's a good chance that some of the stuff that us or other groups said will actually make it into the final packaging. Did anyone say the spoofs? No. <laughs> 
I'm scared to say, I'm scared to say spoofs after almost deafening John when we uh, when we did the recording that time in Birmingham. Although I did buy a spoof head, so I have a spoof head now. Um, cool. So that was really cool. Um, and then we went to um, uh, Trevor, um, and he just talked us through you know the process of photographing them and and that sort of stuff. And he showed us the like the layered stuff. So for his calendar, he showed us I think it was the December picture. And then he was like, and then I laid it up with this, that, and that. And that was really, really interesting as well, sort of thing. Um, and then we went on the third part, which was a tour with Jim of the whole place. So it was the four horsemen area and also the the BB props area as well, sort of thing. So that was, uh, that was really, I was thinking like, well, yeah, what's this going to be like really all said and done? But the, the props area is just insane. It's like, you know, they, they, they rent, their business model is they basically rent out props to broadway shows and and tv shows sometimes um but broadway in particular sort of thing so you, you, you turn down this alley and there's just tvs from like the 19 or replica tvs from the 1940s onwards so you know i need three really old school tvs there we go come and get them us we'll put them on a pallet ship them over to you sort of thing and then you know there's another corner there was ironing boards um there was loads of slabs of meat like um in a butcher's hanging up like whole carcasses and they're like oh yeah that was in the short-lived rocky broadway show um when he was practicing his boxing and you know they the show closed down they didn't want that anymore so they, this company took them took them and said yeah we'll have them you know we never know we might need those again sort of thing uh so that was all incredibly interesting and um some of the uh you know the older people going around that i probably class myself in that as at 49 um you know you recognize some of this stuff from when you were kids and that sort of stuff and it was uh that was amazing um, and then we had lunch, uh, and lunch was great pizzas. Mm. The new, Jer- the new uh, Jerseyans love their pizzas. Mm. And they're, they're so pretty ton- good at them, yeah. Oh, they are. Tons of pizzas, uh, although there were a lot of just cheese pizzas. I know that's plain to say for people, but yeah, really? It's cheaper. People people don't like meat, no, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, my our vegetarian listeners, that's absolutely fine. Um, I did laugh, though. They obviously had like salad stuff as well, you know, trying a bit of healthy um, but one of them was a Caesar salad and Americans obviously have a very different idea to like, you know, salad healthy to us because it was, it was the lettuce, but then it was about an inch deep in Parmesan <laughs> and then the heaviest, thickest Caesar sauce you could ever imagine mm. to go with it. it was beautiful. Num, num, really num. tasty. Yeah. Like my kind of Caesar salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they'd organized their dessert truck outside. So everyone got to go out and have a dessert. Oh, yum. What um, did you get? So they had, uh, I went for a snickerdoodle cookie, oh. which was absolutely delightful. Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, but they had Boston pot pies, which they'd run out of, unfortunately, just before I got there. Um, and all sorts of, um, is it cake pops, the little round cake things on yeah. sticks and all that sort of stuff that the horsemen had set up. So that was brilliant. And then, um, and then we did the last session of the four, which was the highlight for me. They were all good, but it was um, Eric sculpting. So it was an hour and, you know, we chatted for five, 10 minutes and then he was like, okay, is the ball on the screen? You shout out ideas. We'll go from there. So somebody, somebody I think it was, might've been Rick Emmett maybe, or his brother, Chris, or like, um, fish man, you know, aqua man type thingy, um, thin, long face. And Eric's like, okay, boom. And within two minutes of them saying that, there's an outline of this long drawn out fish face, uh, this sort of stuff. And then he just talked us through, you know, making all the changes to it and how ZBrush worked. So Not he, ZBrush he, American, sorry, ZBrush. So, so 
was about to pull you up on that, but okay, you're making a point here. <laughs> and he's he's the whole time talking to you as well. He's doing the, he the sculpting. It was yeah. so clever. Literally the entire time he was doing it, so he was using his laptop to see what he was doing, and then his fancy, very expensive pad thing that he was doing the changes on, but chatting to a group of people at the same time, answering every question. Really clever. And then he's sharing how you know he. Like at one point he was like, oh, I can do something silly, like move the chin really long here. And he did it and everybody went, that's great. Leave that chin as it is. That's perfect. And he's like, okay, well, I'll save that as a separate object. Then I can do all the other stuff and then we can put it back in if we want to and this sort of stuff. Um, Uh, Suddenly saying, I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. The finished piece, I would 100% buy in a heartbeat as a Mythic Legions or Cosmic Legions figure. It would work for both. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that three, four years down the line at some point. Amazing. Because he seemed to really like it too. He's like, that's my favourite one I've done out of the four groups today. This, I like this. And how cool will you feel when you see that pop up? Will you, oh, that'd be, will you be like that guy, you know, you know, the Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio on the couch yeah. kind of. Yeah, the exactly. Gift. Yeah. <laughs> the gif. Yeah. It's me. I saw that. <laughs> I made every suggestion. I didn't, but I'm going to say I made every single suggestion for that. Yeah, you can, you can retro, retro yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then they did the the bust painting. Um, the busts were just for the original winner, so David had the bust out of the two of us. Oh, okay, you didn't get which one was correct. fine because yeah. I wouldn't have painted it anyway, sort of yeah. thing. So, so that was absolutely fine. So they spent about an hour or so, and some people painted, some people did. A lot of people just did kept Dave it. Do it? I just want to keep it. Uh, he said he was going to do it when he got home. He wanted his own paint oh, okay. and his own brushes. Gotcha. Because they gave you all the stuff, but obviously, you know, someone like David who paints a lot is used to his own stuff. So he was like, "I'd rather do that." But it was a nice. Sipurian or whatever the the, the Grey's name is. Yeah. That's the fella. It was him. So um torso, head, and uh pauldron piece. So it was a really cool sculpt. Um and then it they did the pop-up. Looked really good. I'm quite jealous of those people who got that one. That's uh that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> when they when they showed what it was, there was lots of excitement in the room. Everyone was like, Oh, it's a cosmic, yay. Oh, that was the other thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, so you walked in and um Jeremy Gerard came up to you and uh, for the start of the day, he's like, Rich. Follow me. I was like, what? He's like, follow me. It's like, oh God, they've taken my joke seriously about stealing stuff. I'm about to get locked in a yeah, room somewhere. Yeah, you're about to get your phone confused yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, put this in it's here. It's Jeremy that the they get to do it as well, isn't it? it you know, is. He'd yeah. want escorting you out the back door before yeah. you could. Yeah. <laughs> Clubbed on the head by somebody and shoved in the back of a van. Yeah. <laughs> or you it, just yeah. walk into a room and it's just Jim and you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'd mess my pants. <laughs> um, so he takes me around the corner. And there's the full-scale Olek Thigar. And I was just like, whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. And he's like, I told you it was good. I told you it's good. So, you know, he said, no photographs of everybody, though, because you want to keep it a secret for the people that go to G-Con and that sort of stuff. You know, say photographs for everything else, but not that. Oh, and um, if you think that's good, wait till you see the other one. And then he just walked out. Like, mic drop moment. Everyone was like, the, the other one? What, what, what do you mean the other one? <laughs> and he just walked off. Everyone was like, oh, Jesus, Jeremy, okay. <laughs> But then on the tour of the studio, the, the very end of the tour, we found them building uh, Zerian Spire. Yeah. Um, and they had some two lovely ladies. I think they're twins. Twins or sisters that looked very, very similar. Oh, um, yeah. They, they went around on the Sunday, uh, the Sunday evening they of the were, con. They were yeah. weren't they? Yeah, yeah. they were, look, they oh, were at oh, our Legion's table uh, looking at all our heads and yeah. stuff on the table. They were cool. Really cool. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're Broadway seamstresses. So they were, you know, like proper f- professionals. Yeah, and they were doing proper, all soft goods yeah. on her and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, and then they had a pop-up shop as well. So uh, they had a list of mainly the newer figures that, that Horsemen have released, but they had the Arathir and Aethon two-pack and the um, Attila and Gorgo two-pack, which I 
picked up for you, Mal. I messaged John and Mal. I was like, either you two want either yeah, of these? Because I, I, I don't. So if you want these. If I had the Lithia 2-pack, I probably would have gone for the Arathir. Mm. Uh, but I think you need all of those or none. Yeah. You know, that's my opinion. I mean, I have the figures, obviously. But yeah, that's when I got into the room and dropped my bags and jumped in the shower and I was like, oh, there's a massive box of uh, legions <laughs> in the corner. Yeah. And then when I went down, I was like, Rich, was that what you bought at the horseman? How did you get that back? The first massive box of legions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was quite a few massive box of legions. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then we came out of intern and um, so I had a huge box of stuff. Thomas had a huge box of stuff. He bought, he hadn't bought any cosmics before. So he basically bought, you're right by one of each figure. So he bought all the cosmics basically. Wow, cool. And then David and Sam had a couple of bits, but not too much. And we were like, oh, it's going to be a big Uber. And then Brett Stoddart. And first time I met Brett, I matched him a little bit. Awesome Good lad. dude. Yeah. Um, born in the UK. She's got an affinity to the UK, but lived most of his life in Canada, I think, rather than America, but somewhere over there. I apologize, Americans, Canadians. I know you hate being mixed up, but. Um, and he, he had this, you but know. they're calling me all English all weekend, so, you know, this is there what you go. get. Yeah. He had, like all Americans seem to have, just this, it was a bus, basically. It was like, you know, it wasn't a four by four, it was a full bus. And he got all of us in there. <laughs> so the four of us, him, all our boxes, as well as his, like, suitcases and that sort of stuff that was still there as well. So he got us all in the car and got us back to the hotel. Legend. Uh, and then you guys arrived. So yeah. that was my day. Uh, having not been that bothered when they initially did the lottery, um, I'm extremely glad that I accepted David's invitation. Yeah, I'm so happy. To go along. It's, I'm so happy you got to experience that. And highly that at least one of us were, was there. I think it's got me and Mal now around to uh, applying for it next year. Hmm. Definitely. And we'll see how we do. Yeah, well, I'll apply as well. And Jeremy said, didn't he, if any of us get a successful and the three of us it's are going. So. Nice, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, but it was just every corner you turned around, there was something else amazing. There was a, a shelf, just a windowsill outside. Cameron's painting room or it's the room that Cameron shares with Joe Vasapolo and Bill if Bill does painting is in there as well uh, and they just had a Joran rune shaper and an Uncan just stood on the windowsill <laughs> <laughs> and people were walking past almost crying at the Uncan going like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> was that a prototype or was it just the figure no, no it was just one okay. of the figures but it was just it literally just sat there on the windowsill covered nice. in dust it's just like that's amazing very cool. So then, yeah, we had a we had a nice evening on uh, Thursday night. It was fun. It wasn't too late at night, I think, that night. Um, we were pretty yeah, good. I got a load of grief, uh, listeners, uh, from these two about taking too long to choose my beer. Well, now, to be fair, we myself and Mal uh, got our beers or or whatever boxes of beers. We went up and paid for them. We got ID'd, and the little jobs worth behind the counter was like, uh, I was like. I'm over 21, right? You know, and he was like, point at the sign and the sign said, everyone gets ID'd because basically they don't want to have the discussion with people. So it's just completely dumb. Um, and yeah, we got our beers and then uh, we went out and sat at a table just outside the supermarket for 15 minutes while Rich got the rest. It was Jokes. never that long. 10 then. No more than three. <laughs> My 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 backside was three. It was definitely. What do you reckon, Mal? It was at least ten. We could have definitely had a beer. It was a few minutes. Yeah, it was more yeah. than three, but maybe not as yeah. many as fifteen. It's, it's the shop's fault for having too many alluring uh, tropical type beers that lured me in. You can never ever accuse Mal of sitting on the fence again. 
<laughs> yeah. That's all I'd say. I can and I will, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and then we had headless chicken around the supermarket trying to find a sandwich. So we eventually found yeah. them. It's a nice supermarket, but ooh, it was expensive. What's it called again? Wegmans. Wegmans, uh, I yeah. Think Wegmans, a, I think they say. Yeah, I think that's a pretty uh, upmarket one. Yes. As they go in America. Um, it a it lot of nice stuff. Well. Oh, enormous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lots of uh, ready-to-eat or ready-to-heat food, yeah. wasn't there? That but good food amazing, wasn't but, junk yeah, ready-to-eat. Yeah. It was nice nah. food ready-to-eat. Um, but we didn't have a microwave, so we couldn't go down that road. <laughs> the important thing was that we had a fridge, so the beer was oh, able yeah. to stay nice that and cool. That was a bonus. Hotel room. Yeah, yeah, that was a bonus. And good to know for next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'd be stocking up on the way next year, I guess. Uh, get the Uber driver to stop on the way to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> totally prepped. So then, uh, f- that was Friday then was G-Con. And that was a blast. Um, I really enjoyed just the queue outside the room, kind of waiting to go in. And Rich, you were down with the interns who... I was, uh, yeah. You were down the other, there was two queues, it was kind of interns and then there was the people that they had asked and very luckily they had asked me and Mal to go as well because they wanted us to uh, reveal a figure which we'll get onto and um, so we were down the other side with them, we were with Jesse I think and Sean. You were were basically in the plebs queue and I was with the posh people. Well we were, were, I would say we were slightly above plebs but yeah. (laughs) <laughs> there's no plebs so let's be honest um, and we kind of knew from Jeremy kind of chatting to him that there was probably enough room for everybody um, so there was obviously other people floating around and I think they'd got the nod that you know just queue up there and you'll get in and yeah there was plenty of seats for anyone that wanted to come in it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, an exclusive thing in the end but it was great um, I did hear that my wife guys saying that they they probably, for the size of the room, could have done with a PA so we could yes. hear um, and see the screen, obviously, maybe a bigger screen. But yeah, I'd it, agree with that. I mean, I was only, what, 15 feet away from it, yeah. so I could see it in here, everything perfectly, but yeah, I can imagine further back it was more of an issue. We, we were there about there eight, were points where yeah. it got a bit rowdy at the back, didn't it? Yeah, it I did go hear. out, like, a, you know, very politely said to people, look, I think if you want to chat, you probably just need to go around the corner from the door. And they were cool with that um, because I really couldn't hear and I really wanted to hear, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I really didn't want to obviously cause a row, but uh, decided to bite the bullet and do that. And that, that was fine. People were like, oh, shoot, I didn't realise. Um but we were eight rows back, Mal, and I think generally it was fine. You know, we could hear. Oh, yeah, mostly it was. Yeah. But of and course, it would be great if they had a bigger screen and if they had speakers. Yeah. And it, But, you know, that's complicated with the live stream as well. And, you know, they're not AV people. They'd need to get a crew in for that. So, you know, it's more expense. And, you know, what do you do then? So, yeah, um, it is literally kind of as good as it could be. And it was great. Um, and then the reveals. So I think what we've decided to do is to go through the G-Con reveals next week on the show. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, they're up until 14th of January. So assuming there's going to be no big news within the next week or two, uh, we'll have plenty of time to go through them. Because even as I was chatting to you today, Mal, I mean, we haven't really gone through the whole photos and everything yet. 
I did uh, when I was on with the boys at Toy Power uh, yesterday when I was chatting to them. Um, I went through the wave with them and it was actually only when I did a little bit of prep for that the hour before I went down with them, I was like loads of stuff that I'd missed. Uh, and I think that's the kind of way, you know, when you're there and you're soaking it all in, it's amazing. And the most amazing thing about it is the other people around, because usually you're here in your screen and maybe at best you've got a text thread with somebody or maybe even if you're like this, maybe the three of us could uh, could be online chatting or something, you know, in a video call. But you're in a room with, uh, you know, 100, 200 people of the same kind of mindset talking all hyped about the same thing. And then going down to a bar in a hotel, <laughs> still hyped about it, you know. <laughs> so that was incredible. Uh, we got brought up to reveal Dispatar, um, which, how did we feel about that? Dispatar. I mean, uh, Dis sorry. Uh, yeah, Mal did the reading, John, so yeah. he knows exactly. He knows exactly. He did very well under... <laughs> the under first time his name came up, I read it wrong. <laughs> and as soon as I read it, I was like... Ah, correct it the next time. I'm sure nobody nobody worried about that, Mal. You did great. Um yeah, so it was just it was just a privilege to be asked up, you know. People are always, you know, kinda even uh the guys of the Toy Power guys was like, Oh, they're they're gonna do a tribute figure, you know, it's like or you know, name a figure after you guys in a, at some stage and I was like, Well it's not the reason we're doing this. I mean, obviously it would be amazing, but like I would never consider myself in that bracket either, you know. So There's a lot more people deserve one ahead of yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we'll keep plugging away at our show and, you know, maybe at some stage we'll hit the jackpot for that. But it will it will not change how I feel about the line. The line will still be incredible and it will never. I'll probably just be annoyed if we do get something like that before somebody I think that's more deserving of it than us. <laughs> you know, that will be the awkward thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, they can't do one a mile until um, they do an actor of some sort in the, in the line. So he's an assassin, but he's also an actor as his main job. And obviously they need oh, yeah, to do more vampires, uh, which they're not going to do for you. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, we've got to be, uh, if they did one for us, it's got to be part of Noble Bear just to piss Rich off. <laughs> oh, so that's another five or six years off at least. Yeah. Before yeah. they do that wave again. <laughs> They're going to no, be it was, it was such factions. such a huge honour being called up. Mm. I mean, obviously Jeremy let us know in advance, which was you know good of him sort of thing. But then, yes. to, I don't about you guys, but when I came off stage on stage, I didn't feel too bad. But when I came off, my my legs were shaking, and it, like, I think the enormity of everything just hit yeah. home a little bit at that point. You're just like, wow, okay, I've just I've just helped introduce a figure at GCon. That's incredible, and a really right. cool figure as well. A really really cool figure. Very cool. I was uh, I was the old uh, knew I had to go up the middle, which it had already been pointed out. If you're going up the middle, be careful because the camera's there. And I was like, I'm so going to be the klutz that hits the camera or something like that as I go past. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, isn't it? You know, the guy who knocks the camera over in the middle of the live stream. <laughs> yeah, when, when Mal and I sat down, the first thing we did was we were chatting to each other. It was like, you know, where, where's the best route up? <laughs> you know? yeah. Logistics, you know, <laughs> like idiots. And we kind of knew that we were going to be an hour and a half or so into the stream. I think that's what he mentioned to us. Uh, wasn't it? One of you said it to me anyway. Yeah, I think he said something about half 11 or something. Yeah, so, yeah. that was it, Jim. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty yeah. much bang on half 11. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, 
yeah, you pinch yourself, you know, uh, as I, I think I've watched it back once, um, probably will do so again, but I'm kind of this week still in such a kind of cloud that I'm just trying to, you know, a cloud in that, you know, high from Legion's Con, but also a cloud in that I'm so tired and so kind of slightly yeah. head coldly under the weather. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, right I, there with you, I don't want of, to go yeah. to anywhere too emotional. Do you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah I, yeah. I haven't done all the recap stuff yet because I'm just like, yeah. I'm not quite with it still yet. So. Well, I've asked my wife and child three or four times now uh, whether they'd like to watch me being on the screen and doing that. And it's been a resounding no each and every time. <laughs> it's, it's so sad, isn't it? It's like, oh, okay. Because at some stage they might turn around and go, oh my God, remember that thing you did with the Legion's line and all yeah. those things? That was amazing. And I'm like, I'm 72 now. Why didn't you tell yeah. it to me when I was in my 40s? You know? <laughs> When I would have given a crap. Now I'm worried about <laughs> dying, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I okay, boring, but like I spent the three hours before our chat tonight basically clearing the crap out of my room here in the basement. Um, I've clear, cleared the floor for the first time and hoovered it. I have a whole uh, sofa worth of kind of figures that I haven't kind of processed through not boxed figures, they're all opened, but I haven't kind of put them on shelves and stuff. And I want to kind of redo my display, so I'm going to put them all in a big box now. Just put them to the side while I complete the clear out. And I want to set up, I've like a ta like a kitchen table size table in here that I've kind of been alternating between a podcast station and a painting station. But I want it to be one end of the table for the podcasting and whenever I need to use the computer and the other end for painting. Um, and I have a TV, so if I want to watch YouTube or, you know, whatever that I can just flick on the TV. So I don't need the screen from the laptop, you know. Um, so that's the goal. And I think when I have that up working for me, it'll save me so much time. And so it'll be so convenient that I'll be able to do stuff. But it's probably going to take a good few days of like, you know, or a couple of weekends of, you know, a couple of hours each day on the weekend to really clear it out. And I've got Lego here I want to get rid of, I want to sell, but I don't. I, I kind of need to inventory it all to make sure that everything is there so that when I sell it, I can get the best price for it. Because if I just kind of chuck it in a box now and kind of hope for the best, uh, it'll end up messy, you know. Yeah. It's kind of that thing where you have to, you have to kind of do a little bit of work now to make it easier later. And it's facing into that can be a bit, <laughs> a bit tough, but I'm determined now. And especially after... Okay, we, we, we'll go into it a bit later, but especially after being in Big Greg's place with his display, that has inspired me now to sort this out because I do have the space to have a cool display. I'm not talking Big Greg level, that's crazy. You know, that is, and I don't mean crazy as in Greg is crazy, that's just crazy good. Uh, but I could have a way better display than I have. So I'm inspired to kind of get that sorted, you know, and also have a workspace that I can use at the same time. Anyway, so that was G-Con. And the more to God, say on the Friday. The only G-Con th thing for me is, I, I think I said this on our short one after, well, when we were there, is that because of the side I was sat on with Jeremy and Jeremy was posting the pictures yeah. to Instagram after each reveal, I could see his phone. Now, thank I wasn't wearing my reading glasses because I am of that age that I have two different pairs of glasses. Um, but I could see enough that when he was scrolling through the photographs to put this on, I was like, 
there's a black unicorn. Oh my God, there's a black unicorn. And this is going around in my head. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then it's like, I can't tell anybody, but oh my God. Uh, and then a bear appeared on his screen. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that was probably partly why my legs are shaking by the time I got off stage. Because I knew I couldn't say a word to anybody, obviously. So I just messaged you two guys and was like, you, I won't tell you what's coming up, but oh my God, you're going to be blown away by what's coming up. And that was even before, right. sorry, Matt, that was even before scapular, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I had no idea what the unicorn was related to. I just knew there was a black unicorn coming up at some point. So it was kind of like every figure that came up after that was a message from Rich going, no, no, no. It's even, even more crazy. I'm like, hmm? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> mm. So. I suppose without going into the G-Con figures, what's your highlight then still from that? Is it still the same as when we talked to, because we did a stream after that with the Legion's Lounge uh, guys, which was great fun. And Noah is a total legend who we brought us to Jersey Mike's after G-Con yeah. and uh, in his massive big uh, pickup truck. That's just awesome. Yeah, I, and yeah, well, I thought Noah I thought Brett is had the best. Be. If I could import him here, I would. Absolutely. I thought Brett had a big car and then I got in Noah's. It was just like, there's a picture of me posing with the car that John took. Because mm. it was just so big. You know, like, you know, even I had to use a step to get into the car. Yeah, there was. And I never <laughs> have to use steps to get into the car and I had to use steps to get in the car. It was just like, this is huge. I had to go up the ladder. In. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had to, we had to winch mal up it, you know. Yeah. It? <laughs> Slightly shorter than Rich. Yeah. So we had to winch him up. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we are kind of, yeah, we are kind of like a stairs, aren't we? You know, Mal is, you're kind of normal size, I'm kind of slightly big, and then Rich is like massively tall. The man mountain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so are we still, was it Dispatar is still your favourite? Dispatar, Rich, or...? Yeah, I mean, the bear, I think, is the best thing there, but I, yeah. I don't really count mounts as, like, favourite figures as such sort of thing. So mm -hmm. if you're excluding the bear, then, yeah, Dispatar is still my favourite. Although the, um Well done, Jeremy. Yeah, he nailed that. The undead demon -y thing was a very close second, but Dispatar has got it for me. It's just four arms, snake-type face. Just perfect, absolutely perfect for me. So when you say the undead demon -y type thing, that's the, the green guy? Yeah, the... Yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Yoshinai Kelly or Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I fell over that this morning with the early yesterday with the lads. Yeah. That, yeah, name that, was, that was a very close second. Mm. Um, but yeah, these bits are for me. Translucent parts on that green guy, man. Uh, well, this is where, this is where I need to, <laughs> yeah, I need to sit and look at it all a bit more mm. and absorb it. It's, it, it I mean, you sort of come back and you sit and think about things and actually it was again, it was a whirlwind of a weekend with sensory overload and you, you don't really take it all in at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, my initial thing is I'm quite taken by the female dwarf, but the more I look at some of the others, I'm more and more I'm like, oh, that's awesome and that's awesome and oh man, that's so cool as well. So I, I mean, need to sit and Atlas is like, incredible when you flick through the pictures yeah yeah it's well, incredible anyway but you're kind of used to him because he, he looks like yeah. the old atlas until you 
well, zoom in. you're looking in properly, yeah. and and then you suddenly start to go, actually, this is freaking and awesome. The Neve is the most beautiful thing I've ever Jesus. seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so so yeah. So I need to sit and digest. Yeah, and, which so, is so what you, might you do. Weather, Mal, but you're back to the old form. Mal promises not to f- sit in the fence next <laughs> week, except if he likes them all, which I mean is fine as well. I just need to. I mean, I, I, th- I think there's no question that not a single one of them's a. You know, every no, single one's no adults, a winner. Yeah. It's just is there. Yeah, the noble bear ones yeah. are okay. Oh, rich, <laughs> oh, rich, so good. <laughs> I, I'd actually say, I'd actually say, and I, I'm sorry because I know this is a lot of people's favourite. I'm not really sorry, um, but the yak is probably my least favourite. Um, can see the that, trolls, yeah. yeah, the troll. That sorry, the ogres aren't yeah. generally my favourites anyway. So, yeah, I just like the paint job on all the armour and weapons on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I love the uh, I love the, bits, good. the yeah. sort of like the. Uh, yeah. Like the skulls he's got hanging from his belt, and the you know, and he's got like a little potion bottle by the looks of things. But I do understand the, because the Echodron figures, yeah, they're cool, but like, yeah, you pop them on the shelf yeah. and you're done, you know. That's it. That's it. I'm very much like that with the ogres. Yeah. Yeah, or ogre scale, I should say. Exactly. Yeah. But um, oh, what was I going to say? Now there was a some good segue I had there, but it's gone. So. Let's continue on. That's the edit room floor jump. <laughs> no, no, I'm determined now. I'm going to spend less time on editing these. We have good audio to start. Rich has a new mic tonight, as you might have heard. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, uh, sultry tones. Uh, <laughs> he, he got jealous of Mal, let's be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm the backup sultry toned Brit if uh, Mal goes down with anything. <laughs> and I put some of my Legions Con uh, winnings into, uh, winnings or sales into a new uh, mixing board, so... We're all good. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. very nice. nice. Yeah, I can, uh, I can sound like a. Uh, you know, like a robot from Cosmic Legends. <laughs> <laughs> My kids have spent about two hours down with this today, messing around. So, yeah, <laughs> there we go. So when we have when we have the Cosmic Legion stories, Mal, we can we can definitely uh, do some cool stuff like that. You know. Um. All right. So. Uh, Friday setup night, Rich. Who knew it was that much work? Oh, that was probably my least favorite <laughs> bit of the whole weekend. Does I it, swear to God, I I packed X amount of stuff and I unpacked yeah. twice as much. Yeah, it, it, it was just not. It was like just never, never ending. Yeah, yeah. And then of course like, you're I, trying to make it look nice because you're trying to sell and you're presenting it, and it. Yeah, when people said, oh, set up, we didn't have enough time. And I'm like, Jesus, you were unorganized. And I was like, I was extremely organized. And I still took forever, you know. Yeah. And I was hard, solid at it. And of course, you have cool people coming along. You know, you have Steve Obeg and all these guys, cool guys coming along, looking at your stuff, maybe trying to get a nerdy sale. Um, Guys from other boots. And you're like, I just need to keep unboxing stuff I need to keep staking stuff out of bubble wrap I need to keep putting it on you know it's it's crazy it's it's mad it was I was there later than you guys um because I'm not mm. organized and you, I'm uh, yeah. putting things this out. was the theme of the weekend me and Matt <laughs> learned uh, something about you this weekend and it was that and it started at yeah. the off license yeah 
Um, yeah, so I was pretty much until he kicked it out, which is what, 11 or something like that, I was unpacking yeah. stuff. And I was already in my second stuff. pint with Dennis. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I learned a lesson from that. I very quickly realised too that I should have, I had those two thread racks to put painted heads on. Yeah. And I should have gone for one tall one. I should have just bought a tall one in yeah. America. Yeah. Because they took up so much space that I ended up having to lay my figures down flat on the table, which is not the end of the world. I mean, Eric LeBron did that with his. Yeah. But if you can stand lesson up, learned, it you know, but his yeah. table was a little bit more. That was just all his figures laid down. He didn't have a heads rack or anything. So that works better. But I think it's nice to have a tiered display of figures when you only have a, a couple, you know? Like I yeah. had the 12 yeah. customs on a tiered thing and it worked way better than if I just had them lying on the table. I feel yeah. anyway. Yeah, so that was set up. Uh, we continued to set up the next morning. Then we got down there at eight o'clock before everything opened up. And then they opened the doors and it was just bedlam. You know, there was just people. At oh, the, it was just mayhem. Yeah. You know, and there was a lot of shop. The first day there was a lot of people scoping it out. So there was a lot of people kind of... Uh, uh, coming to the table, you know, you chat with them and they were just intensely looking at your stuff and then kind of make a note. It was these two guys with torches. Do you remember them? Yeah. I felt kind yeah. of examined when they were kind of looking at my stuff with the torches, which I understand they want to see what they're buying, you know, so good for them. But, uh, <laughs> but they came back and bought ahead from you, didn't they? Eventually? They did. Yeah, they did come back yeah. and buy some stuff. So fair play. Um, but yeah, it was it was completely full on for the two days of selling you know i've i loved it but i never had that kind of intensity of selling kind of stuff at a thing before you know it was literally um you had to kind of pick your moments to go to the bathroom and you know i obviously then had yeah. to pick my moments to go um and look around the other tables and try and pick up like you know i'd sold some heads i needed to get uh, stuff to paint for next year and that's the best deals I'm ever going to get is that Legion's gone. And you're standing there going, well, if I don't go up to Wolf King now and if I don't go up to Noble Bear now, I'm missing, I'm going to miss out the best deal and I'm going to be there back at home in a month's time going, oh, I have to pay to get this, all this stuff shipped that I could have just bought in person. <laughs> so I managed to do a bit of that. Uh, I went kind of back in my head through our guests today that we had on the podcast and so many of them I didn't make to their table to buy stuff. I mean, Brian Lynn, I missed buying a torch off Brian. I, like, I know I'll get him again, but like, I was sick, you know, <laughs> you know, but it just didn't work out for whatever reason. It was really difficult time. I was, I was the same as you. I don't think I got out from the desk at all, other than maybe for a wee the yeah. first day. So I made, made up for it the second day a bit more. But yeah, you know, I, I, I got to Noah's table, but it was so late on the Sunday that most of the good stuff I was interested in had gone. Yeah, I got some prints um, off Noah. I was very happy with them. Yeah, I didn't get to Legion shop at all. Um, and I, I fully intended getting four or five unpainted bits from them. Well, I say I didn't get there at all. I didn't get there until they'd packed their unpainted bits away. Um, I still bought an entire figure off them because I'm me. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, Occasionally yes, when I'm, Rich went to the bathroom, ladies and gentlemen, he came back with a little baggie full of like a custom figure. And he was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And then he'd go back behind yeah. his table and start talking to the person that was yeah, waiting. We, di we, we did reach the point where John and Mal almost had to do an intervention with me. Because <laughs> literally every time I left the, 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 uh, the table, I came back with a figure or a handful of parts. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it was mad. But great people to chat to, you know, like giving yeah. out the, the free sweets and chocolate that we were to everybody that, 
yeah, got a lot of conversations and then, you know, conversations have turned out like I sold uh, a Dralion to a very large ex-Marine from America. Who a recon rampage, yeah, who kept crediting yeah. me on Instagram all week with selling him. A, I think you missed <laughs> that, Rich. I, I took the credit. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But really, really nice guy. But it suddenly dawned on him and me about 10 minutes into, or 15 minutes into chatting, that we'd had an argument about the same Dralion figure uh, online when I was selling it on eBay. <laughs> and he'd made me what I regarded as a uh, cheeky, quite frankly, offer for it. Uh, I'd pushed back and gone, no, not happening. And then he'd got a little tetchy with me while it's missing this and it's missing that. And, and it'd gone backwards and forwards a few times. Uh, and then, you know, it turns out he bought the same figure from me at Gcon and we got on really well. But and did you get the price that you wanted on eBay or? Uh, probably a little bit less. I think I was selling most stuff for a little bit less then. It would make sense in more, person, I suppose. Yeah. I got more than it would have been with shipping and that if he'd bought it from me off on yeah. eBay. So, okay. yeah. But he was delighted because I found the sword in the meantime as well. So it had it, the original oh, cool. sword with it as well. So he was he was overjoyed. And he's a really nice guy. So oh, he's a really yeah, funny top guy. We, he's very, yeah. very, very full on, but a really yeah. uh, nice guy. Ex-Marine, yeah. built like a brick shit house. Yes, huge yeah. guy. Yeah, you'd bounce off him if you if you yeah. banged up against him by mistake. Um, yeah. And then I sold my first custom figure to uh, a lovely couple. And that was really exciting. It was a plague doctor that, uh, in scaphoid colors that Jeremy Gerard had made for me a few years ago. Um, and then they couldn't pay for it because they oh. didn't have the cash and they couldn't get PayPal to work. Um, oh, no. I, miss, them, I must have missed that. The two of them were just, you could see in their faces, they were genuinely mortified. And they were like, oh, we'll drive and get the cash. It's like, I'm here tomorrow. If you want to get it tomorrow, that's fine. They were like, oh, yeah, can we do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, of course, I, I was 99% certain they'd come back. But the, there was that tiny little doubt yeah. of, am I going to put this $220 figure to one side? And then they never come back. But they came back the next day with cash and it was all fine sort of Oh, thing. brilliant. So, okay. Yeah, they were, they were so mortified, story. the two of them, bless them. Oh, wow. Do you remember <laughs> who they what, were? Or? I can't, I, I could point them out in a crowd, but gotcha. I'm not sure yeah. what the names were. Uh, and then the highlight, I think, for me selling that first day was, um, I didn't get his name, but it's a guy who's been collecting Mythic Legions for a little while now, I think a year or two. Um, and he just decided to start putting some customs together. Um, and he loved his vampires, so he, he'd bought a uh, Valak and I think one or two vampire phalanx at the Four Horsemen table. And he bought um, four heads and a head-torso combo from me, all in like vampire grey colours sort of thing to use with those figures. And he was so excited about doing that. And I was talking him through about, you know, how you get the four horsemen arms into a third party torso and all. And that was just really nice. It was like, yeah, somebody else is now in the customizing game. And I've been able to help them. Even though I didn't paint the stuff, I've still been able to help them and, and you know, given him his in to uh, customizing stuff. So that was really good. And that's cool. That. And vampires as well as your, uh, as very your much my house, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, for me, I mean, selling was amazing. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a thing where, so you were selling a lot of stuff that, you know, you had painted for you, Rich, whether it was you'd had, you'd had it, uh, um, where you'd got people to paint stuff for you or you'd bought painted stuff. Mine mm -hmm. was stuff that I'd painted myself. So, <laughs> so you take it a bit more personally, maybe if, you know, someone just goes up and looks at yeah, the stuff and, goes and walks on and goes, and you're like, okay, fine. But okay, there wasn't too much of that. And I kind of got over that fairly quickly. But then when people do buy stuff, you're like, wow, you know, and then when they're kind of, you know, 
trying to kind of decide and they, they maybe want to get more and you're kind of then going, okay, well, you know, I can maybe do a deal or, you know, you, you feel like, okay, they like my stuff now, so <laughs> I want to, them to get loads of it if they can, you know. Um, yeah, so that was cool. So the first day was, it was I sold a good bit at the start and then there was a lull and then there was a lot of people shopping around and I really did feel that like Sunday they were going to come back and like cleared the place out if kind of they didn't see what they'd found or whatever in the other uh, places. And that's kind of what happened, you know, then on Sunday, then I just got slammed kind of, you know, kind of mid morning until kind of mid afternoon of just people. And I was doing good deals on the heads at that stage. You know, I wanted to get rid of stuff as much stuff as I could um, within reason. I mean, some guy bought like eight heads off me, I think, at one stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I think I think his name was Stephen, um, Stephen Blanton, I think. Uh, and he actually dropped a comment uh, on some post this week that I, I wish I got more. And I was like, OK, that's cool. See you next year, Stephen. But uh, uh, that was really nice to hear. And uh, yeah, just it was great. I sold uh, customs. I sold about six, six of the 12 customs, I think. Six or seven. I can't remember exactly. I need to kind of... Uh, check you know I, they're still all in boxes and some of them are in the the box that uh, I got lent to ship back so I haven't kind of inventoried those back into the rotation but uh, the Saturday live show all those guys bought one so Jonathan Hedgehog bought one uh, Ryan Gonzalez bought one and I traded uh, Eric Lebron uh, a cosmic custom of his for my walrus so that was pretty cool Um. Yeah, that Cosmic Custom you got from Merrick was really nice for you. It was really nice, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's going to go on the Cosmic Shelf when I get that back up. Because um, I had to take down the Cosmic Shelf for my little tiered uh, display at Legion's Con. <laughs> I, had to, I had to take down the Cosmic Wave 1 because they were all up on that. Um, and I sold that White Dwarf. Um, that was a special sale that I won't mention who I sold that to. And... Uh, well, as Len bought the white, uh, the yellow and blue knight uh, with the Wolf King head on it, the Wolf King and Emil sculpted. What are they? A painmonger head? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah, painmonger. Um, and what else did I sell? Um, I think that was it then. Maybe the Varg as well. Maybe it went. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, so happy with that. Um, yeah, next year I don't know how to approach it. You know, as I said, you know, a kind of ingest, but, you know, should you go down the tribute custom road? Is that what people want? Do you they just go kind of popular. bonkers with it? Um, I think a lot of it, too, is um, is not reputation. That's not the right word, but visibility on the cabal. Yeah. Um, the people well, that tried. seemed to sell the most were the people that were more visible. Yeah. And it's not their works any poorer than anyone else's. It's just, you know, A, they had a better place probably on the, yeah. the floor than we did. Um, but B, yeah, just, you know, there's the name recognition. They're like, oh, that's so-and-so, yeah, I'll get ahead from him. Well, interesting anyway, I'm going to try and sell the customs that I've left over when I get everything back. I want to make sure I have everything uh, back in one piece. Uh, I think that parcel from Len will come in this week. Um, it, he shipped back a box from me and you, Rich, which was awesome of him. Yeah, I think mine's due in tomorrow. Oh, be. awesome. So, um, be so it's a lot of figures, but I also, I think most of the heads I didn't sell are in there. And a couple of the customs. Um, and then I'm going to throw a post up on the groups and see if people are interested in buying 
the rest of the customs. Uh, the heads, I'm not yeah. so sure about. I think uh, I'll kind of maybe post a few and maybe see. Um, but I want to, I want to figure out how to sell them. I mean, because I know the, you know, it'd be easier to sell them to people in the US, uh, but then to figure out a good way to ship them where it's not like ridiculous for shipping one head and that like That's it only thing. makes sense yeah. to ship like ten heads to somebody, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like we need a distributor. So some lovely, friendly American cabal member. Who yeah. But it go, is yeah, send them messy. to me and then I'll forward them on to the seven or eight people. Because yeah. I was looking, I'm slowly putting my stuff back on eBay now. Um, the Jones 1234, if anyone doesn't know my stuff. <laughs> um, heads and custom figures are a bit cheaper than I had them previously because I'm selling them for what I would have sold them for at Legion's Con. So get yourselves a deal, Excellent. everybody. But it's, yeah, to ship one head to America, it's £23. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> it's just like, you know, that's, that's the price more than of the head, head costs yeah. half the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, people aren't going to pay that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is tricky. You know, the market is America, but getting it to America is actually really quite difficult. Exactly. So if anyone has a an idea, reach out to us. Yeah. We're, we're open to all suggestions. Um, if anyone wants to just, just buy a bunch of painted heads, uh, we can do a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, and then, so that was, yeah, day one. At, at the end of day one, we got to go up to the horseman table. Um, the vendors got to go to the horseman table uh, an hour after, for their for an hour after the con. There was still a bit of a queue, but it moved quickly. Uh, we got to get the Valiant Knight. <laughs> so good. Um, we'll talk a bit more about that. I think in the G when we talk about the G-Con figures, yeah. we can we can do a little mini review of the Valiant Knight because I want to play with them more. Um, that, that Horseman queue is a really weird one for me because because I bought a lot of stuff at mm. um, Intern. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like and I hadn't sold as much as I thought I might sell maybe on the Saturday. So I was like, I don't need to go crazy. That's fine. You know, just get a couple of pieces and that's it. And then I got to the table and I turned into the child that hadn't eaten for a week and I was just throwing <laughs> things. I had to get two boxes. I spent $1,025 at the Four Horsemen table. Oh my God. Because I was just throwing figure after figure after figure into these <laughs> into these boxes. And then I paid for it all and I was like, oh my God, what have I just done? Oh dear, I got carried away there. Got <laughs> and really how am I going to get them home, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't spend that much and uh, I hadn't been at intern, so... Uh, you were a madman, you know. Now I know you hadn't. I am a uh, madman, yeah. You hadn't bought the reinforcements wave. No, I hadn't. They were all brand new. So to me. any reinforcements I got was a double up. Um, mm -hmm. But then when you see the Valiant Knight, you're like, "Wow, do I need the reinforcements now?" <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a bit like that. It's crazy. Um, but you'd still get like I still got a couple of cavern dwarfs um, because I think the dwarf body. Um, until we get these, uh, this dwarf two pack, uh, still going to need a couple of dwarf bodies going around. Um, yeah, so that was the atmosphere again, you know, in the queue. I mean, what pervades this whole thing is just this kind of family atmosphere that that was around. It was like literally the most fun, safest, happy environment I've been in in ages, you know. It was. Yeah. Like there was no bullshit. It was amazing. There wasn't. Everyone was just so happy to see each other. It was just like, you know, yeah. people brought coolers down, didn't they? Full of beer that they brought from yeah. towns in Amer various parts of America. And it was like, amazing. It's like there's just, just these big coolers with like big stickers on them saying free beers. And you're still kind of going up to them going, 
you sure? You know, and they're like, yeah, beers, Stoutzilla. You know? Stoutzilla. Stoutzilla, good shout yes. for him, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and Jackie, Jackie the yeah. lady that dressed up in the pig outfit. Yeah. Um, it was the two of them, wasn't it? They just had two coolers full of beer. Fair yeah, play to yeah. cool, And cool. I think Jackie's relatively new to, to Legions, but I think she's uh, she's fallen in love like a few other people with the line, so... I got really confused about that pig costume, though, because it, she must have been Friday night when she went round, because I didn't see it at all. And that, that's when I was took ages to set up. And everyone was, was talking about something... It was, it was Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday. Oh, God, I must have been drunk then. You were, I don't yeah. Because I that at all. You were, yeah. <laughs> Because everyone's talking about this pig, and I'm like, "What the pig? What, what are you on about?" And Pepper, then pictures yeah. started appearing, and I was like, "There's somebody dressed as a pig. How did I not see the person dressed as a pig?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I missed it as well, Rich. I have to say, I only saw photos. I missed it, and there's photos with me. <laughs> <laughs> there's photos of Mal and the pig, and he missed it. <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing! It was that kind of weekend, yeah. Um, the hotel was beautiful, yeah, uh, for especially in comparison to the previous year, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah really nice hotel. Yeah. Although I think we all said the same thing, didn't we? When we walked to, when we first got up to our floor and walked to the room, I think every one of us was like, they've had a massive flood here. Look at this carpet. It's ruined. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was just a terrible patterning on the carpet. That it's made psychedelic, it yeah. It was, bled into, yeah. into each other. Yeah. yeah. I was going back, I think, on the Friday night, uh, pretty uh, well on it and I was like trying to zigzag around the, the flood you know <laughs> <laughs> well I remember just thinking to myself that looks like a flood but it can't be because I'm on the third floor so unless it was yeah. like biblical levels of water that really can't be yeah and then on that Saturday night we had the My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me live show episode 300 they released it this week go listen to it one of the best podcasts you'll ever listen to so much yeah. fun it's just a bunch of people in a room that are absolutely having a ball. Um, the, all the boys there are completely on form, all four of them. Uh, old man Kyle warming the crowd up beforehand. Um, we won the quiz against the lair and the lounge. Of course. Happy days. <laughs> let's not be, let's not be like that now. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. But we will be walking into on next year with We Are The Champions blaring yeah. out beyond this <laughs> To be fair. It was a quiz. It wasn't a Mythic Legions quiz. It was a quiz about My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me podcast. With a bit of Legions. And I think, yeah, with a little bit of Legions in it. And so I think everyone who'd swatted up on anything had swatted up on completely the wrong stuff. Yeah. And then you've just got that memory that's weird (laughs) and remembers everything. (laughs) Yeah, well, when you're a sad person on the other side of the Atlantic that has nobody... uh... Uh, to talk to about this stuff until we started this podcast uh, you, you tend to take in a lot of the stuff that's going on <laughs> in these mad shows you know yeah, uh, I mean Jeremy said it on the show today though the energy in the room was just so good wasn't it yeah it was brilliant yeah with pizzas they, we had like a couple drink. of uh, beers ourselves but they also were giving out free drink I think people like uh, Big Dub had brought bottles of drink I think next year I'm going to get a bottle from the airport. But they did say also on their show today, how can we top that next year? And it is, it is literally a thing, I, you know, it's tough. I don't know how they possibly could. Maybe so they shouldn't good. try and top it. Just try and do, mm. do it again, you know, um, or maybe we'll do it. <laughs> but I don't think we could top that. I mean, they just have it, you know, they're, they're literally, uh, we're not, 
we're not the showman that uh, we, they are. We can do the, the we can do the parody song. John, you play the guitar, so we're sorted there. Me yeah, and Mel but, between us can belt out some uh, some lyrics. Yeah, and let's not take Badly. their stick. Let's not take their stick. Yeah. <laughs> I can sit and read a story, but I don't think <laughs> people would feck off after fifteen minutes. Uh, no, it's all yours, boys. Uh, you have a, if if we could be involved in any way, shape, or form next year, we'd be very happy to. Um, that's for sure. Um, yeah, so that that kind of brings us to the end, really, doesn't it? Anything else you got on Legion's Con, Rich? No, Sunday. I mean, the, the most exciting Sunday, you, you had an amazing day sales-wise Sunday. Mine was dead, I think really? it's fair to say. Okay, I wasn't. Um, I was so busy, I didn't really. Yeah, take no, it I sold hardly anything on Sunday. But Ooh. the exciting bit for me was when they said, "Okay, the the, the floor is now closed, everybody," and I had to literally run round to people by paying for the stuff that I pre-ordered with them before I got to the con. Oh wow! So, like, are you three hundred dollars for those two figures? And are you money for this? And money for that? And I was just completely out of breath. <laughs> I was just trying to kill this stuff. Hence, it took me ages to then pack down because you guys had done most of yours. Oh, were you picking the up the stuff as well at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was coming back with handfuls of stuff, armfuls of stuff, let's be honest. Wow. And then, yeah, and then had to take down all my stuff. It's depressing then taking it down at the end. Yeah. It is, yeah. We sh- yeah, Mel. And I, I was just going to say, we- carry on, Rich, go on. <laughs> you go. I was going to say, I managed to rip a pair of shorts too while, while taking the stuff down. I don't know. It looked like I'd been attacked by an animal. There was just like holes across these. Jesse would reckon it was the the rough carpet there. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I happened. Then, so I had to leave a pair of shorts behind. No one left behind except for a pair of shorts in the room in New Jersey. And he only had one pair with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strange looks. I was going big Greg's and just pants or underwear for the American listeners. Um, I was just going to say we should probably special mention for Dylan. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I, I have a list of people here to mention at the end. I'm going to ah, try and rattle them off. But yeah, Dylan was hanging out with our store weekend at our booth. I think he found his kindred spirits in us, which is a <laughs> bit strange. A bunch of uh, 40 plus Europeans. And he's a, uh, was he in his mid 20s? 25, I think he said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, from from outside of New York. Um. But yeah, fair play. You know, you find your tribe, you find your tribe. Uh, Dylan, we loved hanging out with you and uh, I'm sure we'll do the same next year. Um, you're more than welcome. And he helped us out. He helped us with the teardown. So I uh, can't say enough about him. Um, yeah, we got uh, Mal. This was kind of you. You had organized this then on the Monday, our little trip to Greg's on the way to the airport. Oh well, yeah, and I think wasn't I think Rich was there as well, wasn't it? It's, oh, uh, take the credit. Come the, on, uh, it was on the s- Saturday night, I think, wasn't it? We were. If it was on this, no, it was on the Sunday night. Then no, if it was, Sunday night, yeah, yeah. Sunday you night, weren't arranging uh, anything on the Saturday night. No, no <laughs> on the, it was the Sunday night. I think I'd uh, I'd had a little chat with Jeremy and uh, uh, Eric and and Bill and and Nate and was heading into the pub and Greg sort of grabbed me and went, oh, guys, you know, and chatted for a bit and said, you know, if you want to come over and see the, the Oh, wow, the he, he actually said it to you first. That's awesome. Yeah, he came over to the two of us and offered. Yeah, he was yeah. like, you, you know, what time is your flight back? And we said the evening. He was like, do you want to come see the collection? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Greg. Yeah. Absolute Amazing. legend of a man. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah. Greg is, if you've seen him on the live streams, you know he's a cool guy. In person, just double it and triple it. What a guy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think we all said it was really nice to get to spend a bit of time with him mm. personally, wasn't it? And get yeah. to know him a bit better. And uh, and we should also mention Colin as well. You know, he he, ta- he yes, was along with us, course. and uh, yeah, yeah, he was cool. He had a little bit more time with than us, so he actually stepped out to give us a bit more space in the room at, at yes, some point after cool. taking a load of amazing pics, which he posted during the week. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's the he's definitely. Uh, Photo. I mean, I have about 30 photos from Legion's Con on my phone, most of them from Big Greg's. And Cullen <laughs> posted about 500 in the cabal this week, <laughs> minimum. <laughs> I was rubbish at taking pictures this year before, you before lived the it. start. You lived it, man. I had ev- yeah, I had every intention of taking a load of pictures and then just yeah. it never happened. So. But people are like, yeah, I need to take a selfie with it. I just never think to because I'm just having so much time, fun in the moment talking to them that I'm like... Uh, it will just going to kill the conversation now if I grab my phone and take a selfie. So, so let's just keep talking. Um, but yeah, maybe that's just me. So yeah, last year I got a ton of selfies, and then yeah. this year, I think I only got a couple. I got one with yeah. Jim because I had one with Cornboy and with Eric last year. Ah, so cool. I needed the last horseman. So okay, uh, and Jim smiled, so that made me happy. So I didn't say to, when yeah. I was buying the stuff uh, on Saturday night. I did uh, say hello to Jim, and I said, "You know us from the podcast," and he, he gave me the thumbs up, and I said, "Thanks for liking all our posts," because he, without fail, uh, yeah. likes all our posts about the podcast on Instagram. So uh, that's really cool to see, because uh, I know Jim is not that active online. So it's nice when you get a like from someone like that. So do you have any more people to shout out before I go through a little list I made here? And this list is non, uh, non-exhaustive, I would say. So if you're not on that this list, it's just because uh, my pea brain has not kind of uh, computed it in. You, you do your list and I'll add yeah, anyone yeah. who I think you've missed. Or... Yeah, same here. So first I had Dylan hung out with us the whole weekend. Awesome dude. Uh, Eugene Eunuch. I think I found a kindred spirit in Eugene Painter, such a nice guy. He was kind of behind our table, kind of in the in the next uh, alley. I often turned around during the time and just kind of gave him a thumbs up or a kind of wink, and he was just smiling at me. We were going through the same thing, I think. First time yeah, selling the con. Eugene's awesome. I spoke to Eugene an yeah. awful lot at intern, so that was great. Dennis Derby already mentioned him. I mean, I think we're Irish friends for life. Um, Thomas Bellet. Again, another, you know, living in this part of the world, I just kind of feel connected a bit to him. And even though he's grown up, I think, over there, he still feels kind of half French to me. It's weird. Um, I, I guess that's how my kids will be half Irish without ever spending time in Ireland. It's, I guess it's the same kind of thing. Noah, I think we can all say Noah is just... Yeah, yeah. there's a star. Yeah, absolutely. Noah, yeah. if you're a European Noah, you, you know, he'd be a co-host on this, let's be honest. Um... I had two guys reach out to me this week uh, just to ask how we got on on the way back and also that they loved the show. That was Michael Xavier, who I spoke to brief, briefly at Legion's Con, really nice guy, and Jason Gamble. So um, really nice to for people to reach out and messenger and feel free. The My Wife is Gonna Kill Me guys, I mean, mention them all, everybody connected to, and you know, that includes old man Kyle, uh, Ron Twine, his wife. I mean, all legends, you know. Uh, brilliant to hang out with them and to have the fun. Uh, Jade Russo and the failed peak and pie experiment. Sorry, Jade. 
from the Geek yeah. Out show. He tried to get uh, us a pecan pie. Uh, he got stopped by the TSA. What can I yeah, say? Yeah, we love you, Jade, but we hate Houston airport people. <laughs> yeah. Their security, they are scum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm still sad about it. But there's always next year, you know. We also had Ryan Anthony hang out with us at the booth for ages, uh, bring us those awesome cheddar and bacon pretzels. Um, it was great to see Ryan again and to hang out at the booth with him. That was really cool. Um, Dusty and Angie from uh, Standiford. Mum and Dad, as I'm going to call yeah, them from now on. <laughs> totally, totally, yeah. Yeah, they were amazing. <laughs> Every time I looked over, one of them was smiling at me. Um, really, yeah, brilliant to hang out with them for the weekend and to have them as kind of boot buddies across from us. Yeah, uh, they kept making sure we had plenty of food and water, didn't they, bless them? That was, uh, that was very good. Totally, yeah. Um, Len Lagardia he looked after he gave me a great deal on he bought one of my customs gave me a great deal on his parts shipped our stuff back uh, gave us a t-shirt uh, there was a little hiccup with the hoodies Sorted, but he's uh, going to sort it table yeah cloth. table banner stickers all the if you got uh, those awesome stickers of our mugs or, or our faces or the big one with the logo uh, Len sorted them out for us uh, can't say enough good things about Len he just he does everyone a good turn so yeah. you know uh, linked to Len and his booth. I mean, David Williams, you know, we've already mentioned him for the intern. I got a load of cool stuff off Len, uh, or off David, his, his parts or whatever was awesome. Um, Curtis was right there beside, uh, beside David, uh, selling his stuff with his wife, uh, Darla. Her capes went gangbusters, which was amazing. Uh, good for them. Jesse and Sean. Uh, did the podcast with us on the Monday morning Sean also drew, drew us a character uh, portrait and yeah, kept yeah, us Sunday awesome. night that was awesome uh, the Sunday live the Saturday live guys Jonathan Hedgehog Eric Lebron and Rygon as I said they all bought a custom for me and they all were brilliant we also shout out to Amber uh, Ryan's uh, wife she's awesome as well um, Trevor Nathan Dorclair from the lounge you know what can we say Casper and Brad, they had the week of their lives, I think, with the, apart from yeah. losing the quiz, you know, I'm glad we took them say, down. Got their asses I'm glad the they yeah. took them down a peg or two after, uh, <laughs> <laughs> after their big day on Friday, you know, they literally couldn't get their heads out the door until, until after the quiz. So that was good. At least that solved that problem for them. Um, big Greg, we've talked to him about him already. Uh, Cullen as well, you know, tagging along for that and just for being great in the community the whole way along. Stoltzilla and his free beers and Jackie, obviously we've mentioned them. Um, Recon Rampage, just for being a total character, for buying loads yeah. of stuff off our table. So top man, we'll see you again next year. Uh, Blaze Bear, he lent me a spare rack when he uh, when he sold out of his first rack. He gave me a, a kind of mini rack for some of the extra heads I had and also gave us deals and stuff and came to us at the end of the con and said, I have a couple of painted heads left. I'll give you them for basically dirt cheap. Um, I don't know if one or two... Me and Mal virtually took his hand off at that point. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which was well, brilliant. He was a really nice guy though. Yeah. yeah I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed chatting oh, to life. Gent, absolute gent. Um, Arthas, it was brilliant to meet him oh, properly. Yeah, it was great to see him. Such a dude and to have him... Uh, have such a successful thing and every he was kind of talk of the show was brilliant um drunk gizmo so alexander deshaw the smiliest man at legion scan just always had a big smile for us um and then steve obeg as well 
who was kind of oh, Steve Abex little style. ambassador of Legion's Gone of just good vibes everywhere. When I needed someone to kind of chat to at a quiet moment, Steve was always there. Um, and that's kind of who I've got. I mean, I've missed loads of people there, but it, this Stefan is where you can. Oh, Stefan with all the freebies. Slide oh my goodness. All yeah. Loads of goodies. Yeah, I was unpacking Steph, my Steph stuff today and I was legend. like, I didn't buy this. Steph, you gave me this for free. You're amazing. Yeah. And let's face it, anyone that hits uh, a member of the community walking around with a goblin, he's fired from yeah. his catapult, is a legend in my eyes. Well done, Steph. And of course, Anthony and Marco Seal, can't forget them uh, for giving uh, Bridge the death stare. We can um, sort of forget Anthony because he threatened me with a life-size ether blade. No, he was, he's, Anthony's very good to me. He looks after me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it was great to see yeah, him. And he's in, he, Anthony is so, looking so well these days. It's kind of, it's a little bit inspiring, you know? Oh, I tell you what, all the photos I've seen of myself, I'm definitely going to try and lose the lower eight <laughs> for next year. <laughs> oh, oh dear. I actually thought I looked better looks than like I normally do, a, so I don't know what I don't know what, what it was. Maybe it was just the being so happy. <laughs> I'd give a shout out to Brian Lynn and his wife, um, whose name is Stacy. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, they're great fun. Super really nice couple. To meet yeah, them really nice. Person. Yeah. And actually recognised Brian this year as opposed to embarrass myself last year. In front of <laughs> um, looks not Lenny like Leland. Yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get to chat uh, to, to, to Rich enough. I wanted to get Rich in for a beer, but he kind of kept disappearing. Yeah. No, me and Rich, uh, everybody know, you know, when he came on a podcast, he said the thing he's looking forward to the most this year was my money. Uh, and he <laughs> took some of it again. Well, I bought two customers. Good man, Rich. We had the in-joke, I was walk past his booth on the Sunday, I just like shielded my eyes so that I couldn't actually see his booth. Uh, and that kept going. But chatting to him and Leland and Lenny, I've spent a lot of money at their booth. That was awesome. Brian C, he's so creative. Oh, he's stuff. great. Yeah, Brian is great. Painted yeah. capybara head and a space and a spruce head and and all this sort of stuff from Brian. So that, that was really cool as well. Uh, and uh, the new guys, Borderland Customs, Ben, ben and Mark. Oh, yeah, they were great, um, yeah. Really good. I bought an amazing custom figure from Ben. Um, and just I chatted to two of them for quite a bit of time one of the days. And they're just two really nice, I think they're brother-in-laws, and just two really nice guys sort of thing, really enthusiastic. They're doing some of their own sculpting now, their own printing, um, painting loads of stuff, obviously, yeah. So, Oh, and Andy Spinks. It was great to meet oh, Andy yeah. Spinks in person. I've, I've chatted and bought a lot of stuff from Andy in the past. So yeah. to see him face-to-face was brilliant. And he's given us a lovely figure for a future giveaway on the show as well, yeah, which is exactly. incredibly kind of him. Yeah. When Rich decides not to put that in his display, we'll, uh, we'll definitely give oh, it away. I, well, do you notice I didn't say what sort of figure it was? So that if <laughs> that goes in my display, then I can It's a Goblin Legion Builder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a sword. He just gave us one of the Forceman swords. <laughs> one of the, was it the Sword Swords Meh? Yeah, I do have ones. one of those, actually. Yeah, I do as well. Nathaniel Armstrong gave me one for free last year. I was so happy. Um, but I'm sure I've forgotten people, but there was, there was the, oh, the Paul guys, on the and his mum. Oh, yeah, us, Paul's customs. Was next oh, his mum awesome. was such a sweetheart. She'd had her knee replaced one, recently. Yeah. But she was still on the walking frame and I kept bashing into her. Like, she was sitting down, so, like, she wasn't walking. But I kept kind of bashing into her walking frame every time I went in and out. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, no problem, you know. Um, but such a, yeah, such a nice woman. And Paul as well, obviously. They obviously are a tight family, you know, if they had the... They had the whole family there, kind of. Yeah, it was it was really nice to see Paul back because he disappeared mm. for a for a good few months. Well, he seems to be in a better place now. So yeah, 
he's back in the zone. He was saying yeah. that the, the stuff he was selling at Legion's Con, once that's gone, that's gone. He's not having any of that on his store anymore. He's okay, starting he's doing his own again. scolding and that oh, sort of stuff. Cool. Just starting afresh. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he, Excellent. he has there. Excellent, yeah. The guys selling the wine stoppers, don't know who they were. They were amazing. They were beside Arthas Booth. Uh, you know, the wine stoppers with the busts of the, I got a Balam and I got a, I think it's a Malleus skeleton anyway. Um, they're amazing. I hope they do more next year. I hope they do different characters. Um, Somebody said they were thinking about trying to do everything for next year. Well, I now hope so. Now, obviously, that's 200 plus characters. That might yeah. be, that be, might but be they too do, much of a they thing. They did but... get the 3D files off the horsemen because mm. uh, basically they were they were selling... Um, at Joe Vettery's show, the Toycon New Jersey, and they were selling the wine stoppers with like Superman and Batman and all these kind of superheroes. Apparently, it's it's Joe's company. Apparently, okay, so he's linked to them, yeah, yeah. So then he went to the Horseman and said, you know, we want to do this for for your uh, your characters, and uh, they said, okay, yeah, here's the access to the three D files for you know printing this type of a you know bust on top of a I thing. Think- Bill Mancuso said he modified the file, didn't he? Gotcha, yeah. It was, yeah, uh, that sounds like something. I mean, Bill is literally a jack of all trades, so it does oh, sound yeah. like something. I mean, and a shout out to Bill and his, you know, <laughs> we got our selfie this year again. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame say. we couldn't get a little uh, episode recorded with them. Was yeah, a that would have been nice. But I wanted to record so much more, but, you know, yeah, yeah. it was just so Busy much stuff to do. Um, Absolute well. I would have loved say. another three or four days of, you know, Maybe not that much partying, but uh, just hanging around and <laughs> doing more stuff like this, you know. Yep. Uh, so I think that's it. That's Legion's Con 23. I can't believe it's over. Can you? No, it's my, my wallet. Certainly. I mean, my wallet's happy it's over. <laughs> it didn't sob. It just died at one point. How many customs up. did we get? Is it, are we allowed to say? Yeah, hopefully my wife will never listen to this. Uh, I bought 17 full custom figures. 17, okay. Yeah. And um, you, you mentioned some... Horseman figures, okay. so I came up with 61 figures. I, I remember the mention of 40, so that was uh, regular figures, okay. Yeah, so 61 figures in total. Plus and do you have plans for all of those? painted heads. Uh, yes, every single four horseman figure I bought, I have a plan for, for a custom. Wow. Uh, I've already wor- started working on bios for the custom figures that I bought, so... Well, there's a, fr- yeah. there's a future episode for you, listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. So many, so many cool figures. Because um, I was stuck behind the table for quite a while. I was, I was wor- well, not worried, because it, obviously it's a first world problem. You're not worried about missing out on stuff. But I thought, well, I'm going to miss out on some really cool custom figures. And I just got loads. Yeah. Like I got, I got a tribute for Clyde um, from the Every Which Way Loose But Loose film uh, <laughs> from Corey Shorts and Hoffer. And he's he, not only he's in like an orangutan, but he's got boxing gloves as well as an option. Oh, that's so that cool. one. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Um. Okay. Well, if that's all we've got, that's all we've got for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed our Legion's Con re- recap. I think next week we're going to go through G-Con Wave. If anything comes up in the meantime from the Horsemen, we'll of course chat about that. If you have anything you want us to talk about or mention reach out to us you know the your legions podcast at instagram has all the links from there dm us any of us on instagram um for european listeners we're going to post up the t-shirts for sale um pins and stuff like that hopefully this week or so um 
I'm going to in future post up my customs. Hopefully some of you might want to buy one or two of those. Reach out to me if you hear this and you haven't seen the post uh, and you're interested. Uh, we could maybe do a deal. Um, but yeah, that's I'll it. I'll pitch in and say same here with my customs too, people. And there you go. Yeah, reach out to Rich if you want to, any kind of cool customs. He has all sorts. So, you know. Oh yeah, Rich, how was Gu how was Guion since? Uh, did he, uh, was he happy with how you did for him? He was, yes. Um, I sent him the money, which um, my bank account didn't like at all, <laughs> but it was his money. Uh, <laughs> yes, he was very happy. He was off uh, to buy, I think, buy or hire suits for the wedding. So oh. the money was going to help with that. So he, he was very happy with all very, that. There you very go. thankful. Bless him. It was there like, you it was, you know, an easy enough thing for me to take the stuff and sell it for him. And those heads went really well. I think he had five heads and one customer left. Brilliant. So I did pretty well on those. Well done. Well done. So next year, we hope to have him at the table with us to help out so that we can uh, run off and buy more stuff more yeah, easily. Yeah, he's not allowed to sell anything. He can stand there and help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you're here, you're not allowed to sell any of the stuff that yeah. you've painted for the whole year. <laughs> any of the wonderful painting you've done now. Well, there you go. There you have it. Um, Legion's Con 23. Next week is G-Con. Probably a week after that, we're going to talk through Cosmic Wave 2, if you're looking for that from us, uh, we're going to have a good look through those figures. Um, I haven't really had a chance to dig into them yet, except for Novi and Lean, who's absolutely awesome. Spoiler alert. Um, buy a dozen of him if you have the chance. And there's, got, there's a sale at the retailers this month. So look out for your local horseman official retailer. They're allowed to discount up to 20% off the figures, which brings a a $50 figure down to $40, uh, which suddenly lines up with horseman pricing. So uh, at the cons, so that's definitely Unfortunately, Emporium of Cool have pretty much sold out of everything. Oh, no. <laughs> I was looking at them yesterday, Mal. Yeah, they just sold out, sold out, sold out. It's like, damn it. If they deluxe Legion builders, is that it? And maybe All Stress 5 or something like that. Even they're gone. They, they, they've, yeah, sold out virtually oh, everything. Well, I'll see what's on the European retailers, maybe. Maybe you'll be able to get something through there. Um, okay. Thanks for listening this week. Cheers, guys. Great to the chat. How was the new mic, Rich? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. My hand it went sounds good one anyway. Point, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Hence you were glaring at me when I had moved hand to hand. It's like, I've lost the feeling in my left hand. I need to move it. Okay. Mute and then move it. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll remember that again. A learning experience. I'll remember that the next time. It's okay. We'll wipe it out for you listeners. Don't worry. That's an easy yeah. one. Cheers. But remember everybody, stay safe out there. Yeah, absolutely. Till next week. Cheers. <laughs>